Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, fighting pilots, like while they're on the airplane. No good. Also a gum heist. Brandon's TV, it's been a whole thing. Uh, Luke Bryan stripping it down for an 85-year-old woman. Chislick and so much more. Please follow us. Give us some stars and a review. Plus, on Facebook, look us up. The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. And on TikTok, it's The Roadhouse Show. Bounce from the Roadhouse. Dylan, you've obviously had a flight delay in the past, correct? Yes, I have. There's nothing worse. Oh, I guess maybe a flight cancellation. Oh, yeah, because then you're stranded. Yeah, that's that's horrible. That happened to Stitch on Hot 93.1 recently. It's not as bad when it gets canceled when you are already home, but when you're in the middle of somewhere or in the middle of a connecting or whatever, then that stinks. Yes, and we've been hearing a lot lately about passengers not getting along. Oh, yeah. But yeah. imagine the pilots not getting along. <laughs> this actually happened, Dylan. Okay. These pilots were not getting along. This was an, uh, an Alaska Airlines flight from Washington, D.C. to San Francisco last Monday. It had to return to the gate because two pilots were fighting. One of the pilots actually got on the intercom and explained that they were heading back due to a, quote, failure to get along. You know, it's not like we have a plethora of pilots out there, you know. We're limited. Not everybody knows how to fly a plane. It's like, just get along and be professional. <laughs> uh, this is your captain speaking. Uh, we have a failure to get along. Uh, C- captain John has been <laughs> over and out. And then once they got back to the gate, one of the pilots just booked it off the plane, stomping off mad. Everybody had to get off the plane while they found a replacement pilot. Honestly, they should get fired. What were they fighting about? It doesn't say. I bet when they were, someone was doing... One of the pilots was probably doing something in the cockpit that the other one didn't like. Then they started fighting about it. What, though? I don't know. Maybe he pushed a certain button too soon. I want the black box. I want to know what they're fighting about. Was there only one bag of peanuts left? (laughs) Yeah. Was there only one crappy bag of peanuts left? (laughs) Thank you, Delta, for these unsalted, horrible peanuts that I don't want to eat. They rock, paper, scissored for it, and the loser was mad. He wanted off the plane. I missed my connecting flight because of a stupid bag of peanuts. Okay, so in this beautiful, beautiful state in the beautiful Black Hills, how could you ever want to see somebody try to destroy it? It's so beautiful. I mean, look around where you get to live. Oh, yeah. All the hiking and biking and fishing and water and everything about the state. I mean, it's always so pretty over here. You cannot go to another state and see anything like this. We're special. No, not at all. We are very special. A lot of people travel just to see this part of the state. And then they end up moving here because it's so beautiful and breathtaking. Yeah, but there's a problem. Tell me about it. People are vandalizing stuff. What are they vandalizing? Trees. It's one of the biggest ones this year. Yeah. There was an article put out Friday about trees being vandalized and being set on fire or like limbs being cut off for no reason. Yeah. What are you, are you kidding me? No, isn't that dumb? Why? They don't know? They don't know. They're trying to find out who's actually been doing most of it. After an interview from one of the people representing like the park, uh, he was saying that it's not just like the tree snapping, it's a lot of spray painting that's been up this year too. That's been bad. What are you getting out of that? That's a good question. It's really a bummer because in the article, they were saying that a lot of the trees that were set on fire did survive. They didn't. It didn't kill them. But it's like, why? Why are you doing this? You know, these are good, healthy trees that are providing shade and oxygen, or well, taking 
carbon monoxide out of the air and everything like that. Why, why are you messing with this? And the spray paint thing too, that's just such a pain to get off of stuff. Now people got to go and deal with that instead of dealing with maintaining the regular things they have to do. Unbelievable. People yeah. need to find better things to do. That's not hip. It's not hip. Mm-mm. What are some things that people could do instead of vandalizing our beautiful trees? Go ride a bicycle. Yeah. Go to Watiki. Yeah. Go for a swim. Go look at the dinosaurs up on Dinosaur Hill. Hike M Hill. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of fun things to go, do. Go drive around in the beautiful Black Hills. Go to Mount Rushmore. Go to one of our beautiful lakes. Go to the Journey Museum. Go to Keystone. Go to Hill City. Go to Sturgis. Go to Deadwood. Yeah. But you choose to spray paint a tree and cut it up. Or set it on fire. Yeah, instead of going to and doing any of those things. What's wrong with you? I can't believe it. I would like to find out who's doing that and take them to Wedgie Town. We've got our very own intern, and he's a Gen Zer. It's time for What's the Dill? Strap in. Back the bus up. Here we go. What's the deal? That's lit. On fleek. Straight gas, bro. Okay, boomer. Good morning, boomers. Thank you for joining me for another edition of What's the Dill? Unfortunately, today Brandon is not hip because he is not here, but that's okay. Today we are talking gender reveals and why they are not hip. The popularity of gender reveal parties has taken a big hit in recent years mostly because of the cluelessness and stupidity that has them constantly in the news. But not everyone is over them. In a new poll, 13% of people say they are all for gender reveal parties, and another 32% of people say that they're okay with them. And it's important to note, this only includes people who, to date, have not died in a gender reveal party gone wrong. 44% of people say they're not a fan. There's a big difference by age, though. 24% of people ages 18 to 29 are all for them, while just 3% of those 65 and older are. I think gender reveals are becoming not hip because of people's lack of creativity. Too many of the same gender reveal ideas have been repeated. Get your gender reveals out of here and make the world a safer place, because most of us just don't care. Wait to see what it is when it's born. Later, boomers. You too, millennials. We've heard story after story after story about people getting hurt, dying, burning national forests down just from having a gender reveal party. They're not cool. They're not hip anymore. No, no. They're losing traction and they're losing it fast. But there are some people that are still holding on to them. Yeah, just just gleaming, just waiting to have a baby just for the party. Just one more gender reveal party. One. It's like one more song. Yeah. Or one more potato chip. Yeah, yeah, you got to stay away from those. It goes right to the butt. And that brings us to the topic of our Roadhouse 5 today. Top five tips for a perfect gender reveal. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. Number five. If you plan to breastfeed, wear a low-cut top, since this will also be a goodbye party for your cleavage. So long. Farewell. Number four. Post it on YouTube so the rest of the world can enjoy watching you blow your hand off. Yeah, I want to see that. Number three, don't bother bringing a fire extinguisher. Burning down the national park is half fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Number two, serve booze so guests are as hammered as you are when you got pregnant. (laughs) And finally, top five tips for a perfect gender reveal party. Number one, of course, invite Nick Cannon since he's probably the dad. Oh, yeah. One, two. 
1-800-242-345. There's a new trend that's going on in the new homes. Like people are upgrading their garage doors. And I see it as like uh, downgrading a garage door, honestly. Right? I think it, you know, a garage is uh, a place where you can store stuff and vehicles and keep it safe and out of the elements and from it getting stolen. Well, now people are starting to put clear garage doors on. Yeah, like glass garage windows. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like an old, you know, like an old style garage door where they had like one or two windows that you could see into. The whole thing is glass. You can see you can see straight into your garage. I would never want that. That's like that's like uh, candy for a thief. You know, they just Seriously. walk through the neighborhood and they're like, oh, oh, look what's in there. No kidding. That's the one I want to break into. And then all they have to do is basically throw a rock and climb in. Exactly. And then yeah. go hit the button and open it up. I think on some of the houses I've seen it on, it looks cool, but I just don't think I would do it if I built a house. And honestly, couldn't you program any garage door through the window and just uh, open it? Yeah, I don't know. We should test that out. This is kind of stupid, kind of like the clear cabinet doors. Yeah. Because you- I like to just toss things in the cabinet where pe- right. people can't see it. Exactly. And those glass doors, you're like, here's my big mess. And they also have the glass door refrigerators, too. Yeah. Where you, like, put your I mess on display. I don't know about that one. Yeah, no. Why not just keep everything on the floor and the counter for everybody to see? Exactly. Same thing with a garage, though. I mean, a lot of people have messy garages. So, glass garage door, going to see the mess. Some people can't even park in their garages. There's so much stuff in there. Oh, yeah, I know. It's like a hoarder house. It's like a storage (laughs) building connected to your house. Pretty much. (laughs) Yep. So, yeah, the whole garage door, clear door thing, eh -eh. Not for us. That's what we're saying. Not hip. We're giving it two thumbs down in the Roadhouse studio. Four. Four thumbs down. (laughs) Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. Hey, Dylan. Hey, what? Is there like a thriving black market for chewing gum that I don't know about? Specifically, Wrigley's chewing gum. No, not that I'm aware of. (laughs) Wow, this is weird because there is an 18-year-old and a 20-year-old who were arrested recently for an elaborate scheme to steal $36,000 worth of Wrigley's chewing gum from this semi while the driver of the semi slept in the cab. Can you, you're snoozing and someone's stealing a whole pallet of bubble gum. Yeah. <laughs> and then they somehow cut open the side of the truck, removed seven of the 19 pallets of gum inside. And then they were rudely and inconveniently interrupted in the middle of the heist when another driver spotted them, called the police. Then they took off, but they caught them, of course. They told the cops they did it so they could pay off some drug debts. Wow. I mean, how are they gonna? How are they gonna sell all this gum? No, yeah, no kidding. What the? <laughs> Have you ever been to Mexico? Chicle, chicle. They're gonna sell chicle on the side of the road. I don't know. I don't know why you would steal that much gum. I mean, think that's not like it's a hot product either. You know, like maybe stealing something worth more value individually would make sense. But... Is this like the next Bitcoin? Yeah, gum yeah. is the new money. You imagine going on eBay and you just see an ad for nineteen pallets of chewing gum. <laughs> And it's strange because neither one of these guys had anything on their record. Like, they've never been arrested before. So, basically, they were let off a little bit easy. They got suspended sentences and community service. That's it. That's not that bad. Imagine getting into jail and they're like, yeah, what are you in for? 
I stole a truckload of gum. But then they'd become like best friends because everybody would want gum in the jail. People would be getting all creative in the jail with the gum. They'd be building shanks and shivs. Yeah, they'd just be doing anything they could to entertain themselves and potentially break out of prison. But I don't know what you could all do with a bunch of chewing gum. You know what you could do? You could chew a bunch of chewing gum and Mm -hmm. then put the key in the gum, make a mold of it, and then when it gets hard, you can open the door and just walk out. Yeah, that you know... Were you in jail at one time? I've never been arrested. Well, you're sure smart for uh, never being there. Hey, Brandon. Yeah? We heard you uh, talking about your TV this morning. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a situation you got yourself yeah, into Yeah, catch here. us oh, up. What's going skinny. on? So, like last week, we talked about it Wait, last Wait, first! Week. Okay. Everybody sit down, because this is intense. This is intense. It's in my house, actually, not intense. But, um... <laughs> Anyway, last week I had one heck of an electronical adventure, if you will. Bought a TV from a store, doesn't matter, Target, and then uh, didn't really like the quality of the picture. Like, the TV was great, everything worked, but the picture quality wasn't up to par for me and the wife. So, we were going to take it back. My phone broke, remember that? Yep. iPad was broken, remember that? Got new phone, new iPad, was like, dang, gosh golly. Move on to this last Sunday. I'm like, let's take this TV back, and uh, I'm going to go to Best Buy, where they're more knowledgeable and and can help me with this TV stuff. So I go into Best Buy, talk with this dude for, I felt like I wasted a lot of his time talking about TVs, only to buy a, a really nice Sony TV. And I mean, it's really nice. Get it home. We put the feet on it because it's huge. It's 75. You can't just prop it up somewhere. We set it up on there. We get it all plugged in, me and the wife. It's kind of like you're excited, like, oh, brand new car. Let's see what happens, you know. Flick the remote on. <laughs> and we just stared at it because nothing happened. And there's a crack dead center in the no. top of this TV. And the screen is just kind of like a whitey blue color. It doesn't even work. A whitey blue? Whitey blue. And so uh, it looks like a, like, you know when lightning strikes in the sky? Yeah. That's essentially what it looks like, but like the beginning of a lightning strike. Like, like spider web and out. Like a quick spider web, just a small one at the top, and then the rest, it's like the rest of the sky is kind of lit up, like when lightning goes. That's what it looks like <laughs> wow. as a television. It's a whitey blue. So I'm a little concernicus because I'm like, am I going to be able to take said TV back? And how am I going to prove that I didn't do this? Because I will be honest, it was packaged really well, like a lot better than the TV I got from Target. Like, it, none of the stuff was damaged. The box was not damaged. No dents in the no, cardboard or nothing. nothing. No, that thing was like, it even had a warning label. Screen is extremely sensitive. Me and the wife only touched the side of the TV when we set it up. The way they put those boxes is like you remove the whole top off and the TV is just kind of like unveiled for everybody's eyes. Yeah. And so we didn't really handle it too much. We kind of picked it up and set it on the deal. But again, touching the bottom and the side with our hands. And now I have a like a $1,300 TV just that's broken. I wonder if you received somebody else's return. That could have been. That could have been. I don't know. All I know is, is I'm a little concerned of kiss, and I'm going to have to take her back today. I think they'll take it back. I Why don't you so. just get the box out, put it in the driveway, run over it a couple times, put the TV back in, be like, dude, this TV's a disaster. No, well, I'm not going to do that, but I am going to take it back in the box like I got it and say it's broken. Take a look for yourself, and then hopefully... They give you a new one. One thing is, is the guy, was when he was talking to me, he's like trying to tell me to get this nicer TV. He's like, you're probably not going to be happy with this one either. 
and he was right. <laughs> but, <laughs> so I'm like, maybe he's right. I should probably, this is like an omen of, I should spend the extra couple hundred dollars. Um, at this point, my budget to buy a new TV, because the other one broke, was about eight, nine hundred bucks, right? <laughs> Double almost that. And so that's not fun. But and the same token, it's a commitment. It's a part of your family. It's your television. Let's yeah. all gather around and watch I'm, stuff. I mean, Dylan and I are living this with you, so we're kind of concerticus, too. Yeah. 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 I'm going to be real bummed if they won't let you return it. I, they have to. It's only been a day. I'm going to be really mad, too. Because if they don't, just tell me. I'll put my Karen hat on and come down. There. I will need you. I'll be like, you do not want me to have Amy Karen come down here. We've all been concernicus about Brandon's TV. The TV dilemma. I can't Situation. wait to hear how it goes. I just want a freaking TV. You know, <laughs> I want to go home and I want to watch whatever the wife is watching. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance again. I like how you said that with your hands on your hips. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I approve. So Brandon's been having trouble with his TV, so he had to take it back. So that's going to be the topic of our Roadhouse 5 today. Top five things that Brandon and Megan have returned to the store. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. Number five is Cabela socks. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. They said lifetime warranty. It's true. Number four, toilet brush. <laughs> Never touched it. <laughs> Number three, an empty keg. Because that's how I roll. Number two is Squatty Potty. I still have one. And finally, top five items Brandon and Megan have returned to the store. Number one, Brandon's air guitar. Well, it was broken. One, two, three, four, five. We just learned from Uncle Bob that Luke Bryan serenaded an 85-year-old on her birthday. Nice. Saying, strip it down. Yeah, baby. That's where I want to be. That's my goal. Yeah, 85 and stripping it down with Luke Bryan. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah, because, I mean, what? That probably put him 75, you know? So, yeah. Hmm. What is your goal when you're 85, Dylan? If I'm still around, I don't know. We'll see. What I mean, what would be on your bucket list to my, do? On my bucket list at 85? I don't know. Probably, like, living in a lake house or something. Being on the lake all the time. What celebrity would you like to be serenaded by? Um, I don't. That's a good question. You know, I just I don't have this off the top of my head like you do with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe maybe Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Huh? Mm-hmm. What would you like her to sing? I don't even care. <laughs> just anything, huh? Yeah. She could sing "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." Yeah. And I would nice. just I would be serenaded. What you know about you? You know what's kind of gross to think about? What? Is at 85, when I'm actually 85, um, the person I'm going to want to serenade me probably isn't born yet. And that's really kind of gross. Or maybe they're five, <laughs> you know, right yeah. now. And that's kind of gross when you think about it that way. But hey, you if know. If you were to think about it, though, right now, who would you choose? Uh, just me and Sandra Bullock hanging out on a deck like we're supposed to be doing. It's always know? Sandra Bullock. I don't think she can sing, though, can she? I don't, I don't, I don't care. She's sing a woman of many talents. Miss Congeniality, she can sing. She won a pageant, Amy. Come on. I don't think singing was her talent, though. No, it was like dancing or something mm-hmm. weird. But but yeah, either way, you know, I'd let her sing to me. I'd let her eat crackers in my bed, too. <laughs> it's TikTok talk. Yeah. <laughs> this is making headlines right now. It's so viral. This girl in her pink sauce. Mm-hmm. It looks like Pepto-Bismol. Ew. Okay. And she's dipping chicken in it. So people thought what? she was dipping her 
chicken strips and Pepto-Bismol. Which, I mean, if it gives you a gut ache, hey, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's just what you got to do. Yeah, it went big. It went viral. And now she's trying to sell this pink sauce for $20 a bottle. Dave. Is this the chick that was dipping her chicken strips in the pop in her soda like her... Probably. Coke it or could soda be. or Pepsi. That's kind of concerning for me. I don't know if I, I don't know if that's where you put chicken strips. It's, yeah, it's kind of scary because she's dipping this stuff in the pink sauce and it's not like FDA approved or anything. And she's what, selling it. What pink sauce is it? What's in it? Let's see. It's got dragon fruit, honey, sunflower seed oil, garlic, and chili pepper. You lost me at dragon fruit. How, sounds, how is that pink from the dragon like, fruit? I'd like to try her sauce. You would try it? I would try it, yeah, if it's FDA approved or not. I mean, How about you order a bottle and we'll try it? I just may. What do you say? What's it called? How do I look it this It also stuff helps up? you if you have diarrhea. I'm does just it? kidding. It, oh. does, it, it looks just like Pepto-Bismol. It's that part's kind of like gross, but if it tastes good. You know? I don't want to dip any meat in a hot pink sauce. Why not? Well, I mean, realistically, though, like I look do. at the good stuff burgers, man. They've got that jalapeno jelly. And that stuff's super good. And I would have never expected it to be. So maybe this could be just like that. I don't know. I think my mind would mess with me because it's pink. Yeah, but it's kind of like fried pickles dipped in peanut butter. Sounds weird, but it's really good. Is it good? Yeah. You know? So we we I mean we talked about weird food all the time, right? So it's kind of like that, maybe. Yeah. I mean, wh- who are we to judge without dipping something into that pink sauce of hers? <laughs> we got to take it all in. I guess we can't knock it till we try it. But she's going viral over it. Hey, good for her. Maybe she's making a little extra money now. Do you guys ever have your groceries delivered to your home? No. That's a negative ghost trader. <laughs> really? Well, I have been doing that a lot lately because I, you know, I had surgery. I was recovering, and I got them delivered right to the door. But sometimes they don't always come at once. You get random packages coming in afterwards. You'll get a message on your phone. Part of your Walmart order is on the way, and you're like, what? Like, you didn't even realize that item was missing. Okay. And so the other day, this happened to me. It was a small bottle of Ortego taco sauce. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just in a Walmart bag. It was in a box, like a a shoe box. (laughs) A size box. box yeah and okay. then it had a bunch of those of those air pocket plastic deals to keep the bottle around from breaking. It. and then of course taped up and everything it was like more expensive than the actual taco sauce <laughs> the packaging was well they got to fill their orders and then the other day my mom was complaining about this as well she ordered this cat toy well it was part of her grocery order but it came later yeah this small cat toy in this huge long box man with that bubble wrap again <laughs> this cat toy was probably two dollars but the packaging was probably five that's funny why are they doing this how are they making money I, they're not maybe they just don't have the right boxes for everything maybe they didn't have small boxes it's just very strange if you ask me are you going to utilize these services once you're able to go and shop all the time no i kind of like going into the store because when i yeah. order online i seem to spend more than i need to. well my thing i think of is like what if you order like some tomatoes or something and they hand pick them but they don't get good ones right right or like you know fruits and everything else mm-hmm. a lot of times i go and get the refund oh, <laughs> the produce when it's not when good. I, yeah if i don't like it yeah i'm not gonna pay for it and then you just get to keep it anyways well yeah you, i mean you should get nice. to but yeah i don't know i mean it would be handy at times when you're just busy you have a busy day you just order it and you get home it's at your house yeah but or like, what about eggs too? Do they ever come cracked or broken? I buy farm eggs from Dean Taylor, so I don't know. No, oh. well, never mind. I don't ever order yeah, I don't, eggs. 
I don't know about this whole online shopping stuff. I tried it once. I tried to make an order, and I because I don't like going to the grocery store. I don't like walking around, and I didn't like the whole process because I had, first of all I clicked on the box for stuff in store only, right? So I don't have to deal with the salsa getting mailed to me thing, mm-hmm. and and it didn't matter. I click on the item, it say it's in store, I'd have it in my cart, and then at the end of it, it was like, wait, you've got a bunch of items that are no longer in the store. Yes, and I'm like, you know what? Screw you. I'm gonna go to the store. <laughs> You know, another thing I noticed when it does that, yeah. you actually, I get tired of it and I'll be like, screw it, I'm just going to go into the store. And it's there. Yeah. They have it. Yep. Yep. So Lies. frustrating. Bunch Very frustrating. They must store. not keep up on their stocking like when they entered into the computer. They must not. And honestly, think, put yourself into the store. How do you keep track of your inventory like that? Stuff's coming and going. How do you stay ahead of that stuff? I don't know. It's time to talk about one of these research studies where the researchers get really bored and they're like, don't know what else to do. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever struggle opening up like a jar of pickles or any kind of jar? Oh yeah. Nah, typically no. Sometimes you got to put a little more effort into it, but I get it open. Yeah. You said Usually. yes though, Brandon. Well, I mean, I see. I know what you mean by it. No, I don't personally struggle with it, but I'm the guy they come to when they're struggling with it. So yeah. Well, this could be a sign that you're dying. Oh. If you're struggling with it. Yeah. If you can't open a jar, oh, you could be gosh. dying. Yeah, that's it. This <laughs> right out of Austria. Okay. Yeah. They know their stuff. Oh, sure they do. They found that a weak (laughs) hand grip strength (laughs) (laughs) may signal more serious health issues, (laughs) like heart problems, lung issues, and even a lower life expectancy. (laughs) Or what if you're just, you know, back the bus up? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, back the bus up, let the kids out so we can talk about it, <laughs> and then let the kids back in. Yeah. What if you're just a beep? You know what I mean? Like, Well, they say it's complicated, but basically, hand grip strength can be a quick and inexpensive way to assess overall muscle strength. Yeah. Interesting. And muscle strength has proven to be a fairly accurate indicator of mortality. <laughs> okay. I mean, I see what they're saying. They're saying essentially, like, if you're a grown adult and you can't open a simple simple jar of pickles, then, like, <laughs> you know, you, you probably should go to the gym or yeah. something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, do something, take care of yourself, health, underlying issues. I don't believe, like, I bet you there's people out there that might die from a heart attack in the next week that could open 10 jars of pickles. Yeah, yeah what so if you just like, have really on. oily hands, too, and you just can't get a good... Yeah. A good grip on it because well, it just. I can tell if somebody's gonna die then just by shaking their hand. Because if somebody gives me a weak handshake, <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, "This dude's going," you know. Yeah, he's yeah, on but, his way out. Yeah. yeah, but you're a lady. I would never shake your hand aggressively or. Oh, hard. I sh- I'm a hard handshaker. That's cool, and I'd let you shake my hand hard. Some, but I've I'm shaken, not gonna reciprocate a hard handshake. I've you. shaken hands before, and the person was like, "Ow!" And I'm like, "I did my job." There you go. So get the shake weight out, boys and girls. Funny misheard song lyrics. Our own version of it. Here we go. We haven't done this in a while, and we're kind of changing it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I've chosen a song for Brandon. Oh, yeah. Brandon's chosen a song for Dylan. Yup. And Dylan has chosen a song for myself. (laughs) 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 Who wants to go first? What do we... Is it like a bet if somebody wins? Like if... If if Dylan can't guess the one I guess, then I win. But if if you guess his and I guess yours, then you know what I mean. Like I win, or is there a win? Like how do you win, or is it just for yeah, fun? Yeah. Whoever loses has to drink this Mountain Dew Flaming Cheeto. You know, thing. I mean, I, fair. 
okay. We the cops we had our podcast today and they brought us a can of Mountain Dew Flame and Cheeto. Yeah. Flame and hot or whatever. It's, it's not called. that bad. I'll drink it. It's nasty. I'm worried about it burning like you know when you eat a lot of flaming hot Cheetos? I'm worrying about it burning huh. something else. I wouldn't know. Peeing out my Snuffle dude. off, I guess. Oh gotcha. Yeah. Okay. The ant eater. So the loser has to drink it. So he's going first. But Should we do rock, paper, scissors? Ladies first. Oh, man. So you have to guess his first. I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, you should. So, yeah. Oh, so easy. Oh, yeah? Well, the light's out. This is dangerous. Here we are now. Entertain us. <laughs> there you go. I know my Nirvana. Is that right, Dylan? Well, I'm, I'm just kind of shell-shocked right now. <laughs> Hey, I was in high school when this came out. Could, what did you say the first this part is again? My was? guy. Uh, let me hear it again. One second. Okay. okay. My mind's going. <laughs> my yeah. mind's going like. Come on. Well, the lights out. This is dangerous. Here we are now. Entertain us. It's pretty well, cocky stuff a- for a gal. <laughs> Yeah, but a for effort, but it's with the lights out, it's less dangerous. That's what I said. No, yeah, sure you did. (laughs) Sure you did. Hey, you got here. We are now entertain us. So yeah, yeah, partially, not bad, but still. Maybe you guys will not do as well, and I can still win. Maybe, perhaps. Who's next? Um, Uh, I don't know. Who is next? I think Brandon. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Step on my blue suede shoes. You can do anything but lay off of my blue suede shoes. Step off of my blue suede shoes. <laughs> you can do anything but stay off of my blue suede shoes. You almost got it right. I think it did. It's you can lay off my blue suede shoes. That's what he said. You said stay off. No. Oh, don't off. stick up for him. Oh, okay. I would said lay off, and then the second one I said stay off, because that's how it goes. I, I think you're wrong, Brandon. I could be. I could be very wrong. Okay. I could be wrong. So two losers. Are we going to have three losers? Possibly. Are you ready for this, Dylan? Am I the third biggest loser? Are you ready? Uh-huh. Music hits me so hard, makes me say, oh my Lord, thank you for blessing me. What am I doing right and too hype me feels good? What is it? What you got? Music hits me so hard, makes me say, oh my lot. <laughs> uh, thank you for blessing me with something two feet. I don't know. <laughs> That's close. Two, two feet? Do you want to hear close. it again? Uh, yeah. yeah take another swing at it. Take another swing at it. Right, right, right. Music hits me so hard, makes me say, oh my lord, thank you for blessing me. What am I to Okay, what is it? It's that last part that's really confusing me. With, with a something... And two left feet, something <laughs> like that. I don't. Well, why don't you just yeah. sing it for us? <clears throat> Music hits, hits me, me so hard, makes me say, "Oh my lord, thank you for blessing me with a mind to rhyme and two hyped feet." Oh, wow! Yeah. I heard two left feet, something else before. That's how we dance. Well, but we he's all got two lost. Hyped and he's the major loser today. He's got to drink the Mountain Dew. Whoa! 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 How did I become the decisional? You got the most wrong. No, I did. I got one word wrong. I barely even got mine. You got one word wrong. I did as well. He got like a whole line and a half. You got like a whole phrase. 
you messed You're up drinking two the flaming hot Mountain Dew <laughs> intern Dylan. Right, fine. Good luck with All that tomorrow. I'm not. The boss, Mr. Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Springsteen. All kinds of backlash at Ticketmaster because they're selling tickets for as high as $5,000 to see the boss. Dang. $5,000. That's awesome. I I mean, what? he's popular, obviously. Everybody knows who he is. But, I oh. mean, is he bringing in the crowds that, like, Morgan Wallen is right now or Luke Combs? I don't know. I don't think so. Not with those ticket prices, he ain't. I guess it's kind of like a marketing thing. Yeah. This is the statement that they release because, you know, they're trying to defend themselves because there's all kinds of complaints. Uh, Ticketmaster says the high prices are a result of marketing pricing. It's a sales model in which a formula is used to adjust prices of items based on consumer demand. So this is similar to how airline tickets and hotel rooms are sold. They do say there's tickets available for under $200, but where are you going to sit? Yeah. Sit the bleeds. Yeah, out in the aisle. I mean, it's simple economics, right? If it's popular. And also, when you look at concerts, who do you want to go see? I mean, yeah, Morgan Wallen's cool, Luke Combs, like all those guys, or, you know, Weekend, Doja Cat, all those guys. Super cool acts. Everybody would want to go see him. But if, but the boss, he doesn't tour all the time. These guys are going to be on tour for a while. If you don't catch them this year, you can catch Morgan Wallen next year. When will you ever see the boss again? This might be it. So that kind of demand on the price might... You know, reflect a end tour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so are you saying you're going to buy us some tickets? That's a negative ghostwriter. <laughs> Pattern is full. I cannot <laughs> afford even a hundred dollar tickets. So, but still, I mean, hats off to this guy. You know, hats off to the boss for being able to have a show that there's five thousand dollar tickets. And then again, you flip to the other side of the coin. Who the heck can afford to take anybody with them at five thousand bucks a ticket? You know, I kind of see this as if you put a really high price on an item, people are going to be like, whoa, why is it you so high? Maybe I do want to go see this, you know? Yeah, we're foolish. We're dumb. We will do it. Oh, you yeah. know, it's humans. Yeah. Like, well, it must be good. I paid five grand. And then you're sitting there looking straight up at him going, this sucks. Would <laughs> you, you know? pay $5,000 to go here born in the USA? No, but I no. would spend five grand on a good speaker system and just crank it at my house. Me too. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. You wouldn't think that somebody would rob a pastor at a church. Mm-mm. No, that's a, that's a unique one. Yeah, for a couple reasons, because of the whole connection with God, and because pastors aren't generally, you know, bringing in the dough. No. Yeah. But this actually happened in, guess what state? <laughs> what? California. Nope. Um, uh, 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 Florida. No. Oh. New York City. Oh, that was yeah. way off. <laughs> Why wouldn't you guess that? Come I on. I don't know. So, of course, church services are live streamed these days. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of this live streaming service, three gunmen storm into the church. Wow. And this pastor, his name's Bishop Lamar Whitehead. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Dropped to his hands and knees and gave up his jewelry. But guess how much the jewelry's worth? Uh, I don't know. One million dollars. Oh my God. Who wears that kind of jewelry? At church. Somebody who's, you know, in Christ like, you know, headspace. I don't know. Out of all people, a pastor wearing $100,000 worth of jewelry. Come on. And this whole thing is caught on video. He's been stealing out of the donation basket. I I don't know what blows my mind more that people stormed into a live streaming church service and robbed the pastor, or 
the, the pastor wearing a million dollars worth of jewelry. Well, uh, so I kind of have two takes, and I'm not sure if this is like how I believe about the situation, but when you go into certain churches and stuff like that, everything is really, you know, overdone. Like the decorate, the carpet is real nice. You know what I mean? The pews are of wood, possibly crafted from a better wood than you would put in your own home. You know what I mean? Like it's the, 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 the pew, everything about it is done a, a level above everything else right sacred, and that's yeah. it's very sacred it's very nice it's very well done so i guess maybe that's probably the view behind his jewelry is he's got like above average jewelry you want to look at this guy and be like wow this dude stands out he, <laughs> you know uh, would you see jesus walking around in that i don't no. know i don't know the guy I don't you know so. so i don't know but i mean i Maybe. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. What if he got diamonds up in his robe? You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus do walking know? around pimping a big old cross around well, his hey, neck. He's got like his beards all dreadlocked with like some <laughs> jewels hanging from him. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? We don't know. We're our tithing. Got a gold nugget in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> when he smiles, it says it just says Jesus you know, on his teeth. But I don't know. You know what Jeez. I mean? Those are the things we don't know, you know? Jesus that that chalice, gr- you know. It just says repent. The chalice is made out of pure gold. It says repent. CTR, choose the right. You know what I mean? Like It's spelled wrong, like no regrets. <laughs> yeah, no regrets. <laughs> repent. Dang it, repent. Uh, I don't but, know if Jesus would like this talk. No, but uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> who knows? But I, I guess that's very unfortunate. How low of you are a criminal to, to that's just there's certain things you don't do like mailboxes you don't get in people's mailbox because it's just why right it's private two you don't go up in someone's church and start stealing like this, this, come on man who's like, that dumb it's live streamed on the internet <laughs> yeah. well they're dumb they're robbing a church look at them I mean, come on they're not that smart no really not <laughs> well how does that gonna be be when you get to the to the insay and you're up at the you know the the pearly gates Oh, you! Oh, you're the guys that robbed a church. Really? You robbed a church, and you want to come in here? Not today. You guys have been to Disney World before, right? No, wait. Or Disneyland, either Which, one. Mm-mm. I've been to the one in California. That's Disneyland. Oh, I've been there. Mm-hmm. So what I'm about to share with you happened at Disney World. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know it's full of children. It's yeah. a place for children. Yeah, well, of course. It's like a giant Theme storybook park. island, you know. Oh yeah, but better. It's uh, there can't get a beer nowhere. Right. It's the happiest place on earth. And it took a turn for the worse the other day. There's a family, they were in line for a ride somewhere. And somebody jumped out of line because they forgot their phone. Mm. They left it in a wheelchair. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, and so they went back to the wheelchair, grabbed their phone. And then another family, somebody from another family, blocked her from getting back in line with her family. What? Because they thought she might have been taking cuts or whatever. Oh, yeah. And it turned out to be this huge brawl. I mean, I tell you. These two families were fighting each other. It wasn't just a one-on-one type fight. This was family on family. I've often dreamt about something like this. 20 people, they say, were involved in this. Wow. Well, I mean, I've heard stories of lines being crazy long just to get on like one roller coaster at yep. Disneyland or Disney World, whatever. That's how it is. And uh, like waiting over an hour just to get one ride for Oh, like, sometimes more than an hour. <laughs> five minutes. Oh, or man. So. Dude, nothing makes you more mad. Doesn't matter. Disneyland, World, Six Flags, doesn't matter. You pay 70 bucks a person get in this joint to go wait in line for four hours, right? Four rides. Park will be closing here soon, so please <laughs> make your way to the front. You're like... Are you kidding me? I rode two rides all I've day. I've only rode the four rides. I didn't even get to see the mouse. Isn't yeah. it open all night long? 
I don't believe so. I believe it is. I don't know. I I remember going to Disneyland with my brother and his friend. Yeah. And we were there all night long. Maybe it was a special night or something. I don't know. I just remember, like, it's open at, whatever, 10 or noon or something like that. And then, like, at 7, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, whatever at night. I mean, it's open a long time. But honestly, you're waiting in line for an hour. So you are standing there waiting in line for 50 minutes to ride one stupid ride. Oh, they're not stupid. Have you ever been on Space Mountain? Oh, I'd stand in line over and over for that. I love it. It's dumb. On here, it's saying they close at 11 p.m. Really? There you go. Okay. Well, it must have been a special thing when I was there all night. So, it's because I mean, you were there. I get where you're, Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I get where the families are coming from because it's like, you know, you, you're in the heat, you're mad, your kids are like, I want cotton candy. They're pulling on your arms, you know what I mean? I you want funnel cake. Yes, you're just frustrated, you're waiting in line behind a bunch of stinky people. You stink too, BTW. And then all of a sudden, somebody's starting to cut, you're like, not today, not today. <laughs> line them up, family. Get your knuckles out. Let's go. Can you imagine these families fighting? Some of them are wearing like the Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> yeah, they're flopping around yeah. as they're taking digs. <laughs> like the Mickey Mouse people fighting, and then like Cinderella comes over to try to break them up. It's like a a big mess. Somebody tries to roundhouse somebody, but they got their Minnie Mouse slippers on, look like high heels, but they're all fluffy. You know? Yeah, yeah take that! Somebody Watch go off. get Gaston right away. <laughs> Oh, hey guys, quit your fighting. <laughs> Remember, love is kind. <laughs> it's a world of anger, a world of rage. It's a world of getting slapped in the face. You'll get kicked, you'll get punched, waiting for the teacups. It's a brawl world after all. When you're the reigning four-time NFL MVP, you're all been to training camp however the heck you want. And that's exactly what Aaron Rodgers has done. Yeah. Showed up looking like Nicolas Cage from Con Air all cosplayed up. Yeah. It was, it, was a weird, it was a weird clip. You know what I mean? Yeah, why? Out of all movies, why? I don't know. Because he does look just like him. He looks gorgeous he, he looks, looks way better than nicholas cage he, he's like and nicholas cage isn't necessarily ugly he's not the best looking dude but aaron Rodgers is a very good looking version of him he's got those the long hair looks dirty the, the facial hair looks the blue dirty. jeans the boots the white tank top i oh liked him goodness. better when his collarbone was broke what yeah man look at that look at that picture no you know he um, looks like he'd have a french accent you know what's funny though no, he doesn't guys Aaron Rodgers would look a lot better if he could get past the uh, NFC championship. <laughs> oh, cheese factor. Man, that's funny. Why Does it say why? No, he just says, do you know what I'm about to do? That's all it says. And then he quoted the movie, I'm going to save the effing day. Then he also dropped the classic line, put the bunny back in the box. That's creepy. I know. A little bit. Do you know what I'm about to do? And the name of the movie is Con Air. <laughs> yeah. Is he, just gonna, hmm. is he gonna be making some you yeah, know some... Con? Hmm. He's not gonna do it, you know. But yeah, it's I don't know. I hope the best for him. What I thought was cool is I thought maybe he they're coming out with a Con Air two or something. That's what I was thinking. And he's, and playing? he's playing it. What did yeah. he show up as last year? It was also interesting. I think um, it was the mustache. 
Uh, I think he was like a D-bag quarterback or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't really play <laughs> oh, into no, anything no. else. So yeah, I, I, I think he's just, I don't know. I just, honestly, Aaron Rodgers seems like he's a total, like, you know, word. But but maybe <laughs> maybe he's actually kind of fun to hang out with. Maybe. How fun would it be to hang out with somebody who's like, hey, guys, let's dress up like Con Air, show up for football camp. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what? Everybody else is just showing up in good-looking outfits or worried about, like, how good they look. He's like, no, screw that. Let's show up looking like something stupid. You know, how long has he had to work on that? He had to grow his hair out for years, just you know, to just to off. look like Con Air. Yeah, well, that's planned from last year. Why not another movie? I don't know. Why couldn't he dress up like Tom Cruise and Top Gun? He could have done that. That would have been pretty hip, right? Just have a mustache, done a Thor. They would have been like, Ugh, what Buzz happened to Lightyear? Thor? He can't pull off Thor. Maybe he could That's have been John Wick. Yeah, he could have been John Wick. But no. Nicolas no. Cage. He looks exactly like him, though. Oh, he, he's... Oh. No, he looks like... He's a hot Nicolas Cage if he looks like him. Yeah. Or what is that other movie with Nicolas Cage? Where, like, why didn't he come riding up on a motorcycle covered in flames? Ghost Rider? On fire. Oh, that's such a That would have been movie. cooler. Light him on fire and come riding in. Come on, do that, Aaron Rodgers. And then my favorite team, the Vikings. Our quarterback shows up in a freaking minivan. Imagine this. A mom, a dad, a Mm. brother, sister. Standing, looking at each other in like a little circle, you know. Uh Oh, yeah. All family. With knives in their hands. What the? Because they were getting upset with each other. uh... Police were called to this home. Two of the siblings, the brother... Came home drunk, okay? So he had a handgun. He mm-hmm. got in a heated argument with the sister. Eesh. And then things got physical. I mean, what's wrong with these people? This happened in Texas, by the way. Mm-hmm. The mom and dad jumped in to break things up. And then it escalated. They must have got an elbow or something. Ooh. Upset them. So at one point, every single one of them had a knife what standing the? in a circle. And at the end of it, every single one of them got stabbed. Hmm. So they're not good at knife fighting. I can't no. imagine. This would never happen in my family. I'm so jealous of the drama. Uh, what? My family never has drama like this. Oh, no. yeah, my just... family doesn't have drama either, and I ain't jealous. <laughs> I don't want to get in a knife fight. Nana, get over here. But it's so yeah, exciting. Yeah. No, it's not. To be in a knife fight with you think, your family? You think this is what the knife fight looked like? <laughs> <laughs> like Spider-Man? Yeah. With three Spider-Man standing at each other? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's that. No. Uh-uh. That's a horrible family drama. It is. That's a bad game of Uno, is what it is. Yeah. You draw four. Oh. (laughs) Rock, paper, knife. Yeah. This is a horrible family game. One, two, three, show. (laughs) What started out as a normal Monopoly game turned into a family feud. (laughs) Somebody spilled out knife while playing Scrabble. This is your typical game with Steve Harvey. Yeah. Oh, I got one of those, and they all popped one out of their pocket. And that was That's the end of that horrible. night. Would have been funny is if the mom cleaned house. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. They all get in this big fight. They're all squaring off with each other. And the mom just, da, 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 and just dices <laughs> them up. <laughs> Has them all tied up against chairs. Well, and you will do the dishes when I get done. <laughs> if you occasionally wake up with a serious craving for a Choco Taco, we're going to have a problem. And it's not what you think. It's worse. Mm. Rumors have been swirling that they're discontinuing the Klondike Choco Taco after 38 years. It's been confirmed, Brandon. It's been confirmed, Dylan. I'm a little upset. It's blasphemy. I've had had like two in my entire life, and they were good. I haven't had a shortage of them because they were bad. I just, you know, normally I just go to an ice cream place, and they don't sell Choco Tacos there. I think I vaguely remember having one Choco Taco in my life. 
Really? Yeah. You guys are wrong. How many I've taco had an tacos? abundance of Choco Tacos. How many tacos have you eaten? All the ones you didn't? I ate a lot of Choco Tacos. Taco John's used to have Choco Tacos. Really? You can get them there. The, Are yeah. you serious? Well, hold oh, yeah. on. Back the bus up real quick. We got something important <laughs> to visit <laughs> real quick for ice cream desserts. You know what will really get my gears turning if they discontinue it? The Toll House cookie dough sandwiches. Okay. What? Okay. What is that? Those look good. I know what you're talking. They're chocolate chip cookies in between a, a slab of vanilla ice cream. Mm. Oh, that mm. might take me to heaven. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I've When's the last time you had a Klondike bar? Uh, probably Ages. when I was a kid. I think I was forced to eat one as a child, and I didn't even like it. How about you do away with the stupid Klondike bars, keep the Choco Taco around? Now, are you talking about the Klondike bar with the nuts all over it, or just the regular chocolate one with vanilla ice cream in the middle? It beats the crap out of well, me. I've never up, had either one Well, hold up. Back the bus up again. Mm-hmm. Because the Klondike bar has grown. There's all different kinds of flavors of ice cream inside the Klondike bar. That's right. The Choco Taco is only the Choco Taco. Because it's perfection. That's true. Maybe they will put the Choco Taco inside a Klondike bar. You know what they could do for that Choco Taco, though? If they put a layer of peanut butter... Right down, like kind of like like it's meat in a taco. You know what I mean? Like right down in there, you Putting just start peanut, peanut butter on your taco. <laughs> like it's meat in a regular taco, but we're talking the choco taco, and you're lining the inside with peanut butter. Then it's called the choco. It's the real. It's good. Okay, the peanut butter taco ah. sounds disgusting. No, dogs like them. Everything with peanut butter is better. <laughs> so good. Sounds I am. Like a I am, diabetes all taco. the crap we've been through these last few years. You know, the murder hornets to the C-19 to the everything, Russia, the whole situation. The toilet paper shortage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, talk about Choco Tacos. Now, all of a sudden, they're gone. Come at me. What a disgrace. And that's why I'm going to run for president of this country. And if you vote for me, I will make sure that America has Choco Tacos. This message has been brought to you by Brandon Jones running for president. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's Thursday. That means D-Ray Knight in Studio 4B with us with our Dummy of the Day. Hey, guys. How are you? Pretty What's good. up, my dog? Uh, Thank I, you for asking. We sincerely appreciate it. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you very much for asking. As always, <laughs> I appreciate your concern. There you go, Ames. Nice try, though. I'll work on it. Sweet yeah, and miss. Strike one, Amy. Well, you know, foul tip. Yeah, foul tip. <laughs> we'll, we'll call that one a foul tip. It was close. So, question. Okay. Flushable wipes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you bro. Wipes? Uh, any anyway, flushable wipes. Brandon just got Brand- some like a week and a half ago. I just got so. some dude wipes. Dude I wipes. use them more than I use toilet paper. Okay. That's the problem. Dylan? Toilet paper. Toilet paper only, huh? Flushable wipes. Bare well, hand, wash it in the sink. Oh, what I'm gross. about to tell you coming out of England is a cautionary tale. Tesco. You know what Tesco is? No. Never heard of it. Tesco is a big uh, supermarket chain Okay. in England. Like and their Walmart. Basically, yeah. Okay. Even bigger. Yeah. Uh, Tesco is facing some criticism over its flushable wipes. Because a guy from Wales, his name is Leon Gleed. Seriously, this is a Leon Gleed was using wipes in his bathroom for days, which ended up causing him to have soreness around his nether regions. He described as a burning pain. See, the problem was he used wipes, but they were these wipes. Tesco's active 
flushable toilet wipes fresh, right? Yeah. Kills 99.9% of bacteria. Oh. <laughs> They're sanitizing wipes. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a Clorox wipe. Exactly. Instead of the normal personal wipes, if you will, he used the sanitary wipes instead. That's actually very misleading. Okay, yeah. He's very, very misleading. Exactly. His girlfriend, Sadie, said, how can you be so stupid? But yeah. then again, he said, you know, it looks the same. And they were on yeah. the back of the toilet, so I just used them. Typical guy, you read the first two lines. Tasco, flushable wipes. Thank you. That's it. You're right. You're absolutely <laughs> yeah, right. That, you know? I mean, exactly. Yeah. He says, I've come through the worst of it now. <laughs> <laughs> I had to use soda creme down there for a week, which is like a type of uh, first As- aid. Aspa cream? Yeah, first aid cream. He said, this is great. Being a lorry driver, he's a truck driver. He said it was hard to get in and out of the truck for a while because of the chafing and the burning pain. Mm. Like I said, the only way I can describe it is like a night after a hot curry, but 10 times worse. Oh, wow. Wow. He's he's convinced other people would have made the same mistake. I I think so, too. I'm a little bit with this dummy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could could be this dummy of the day. I I could feel for it. But you know what the difference is? We're all Americans, right? Right. Yeah. Huh? I think so. Okay. If this happened to us, and again, we all agree this could happen to us, right? Yeah, yeah. Most likely. We would sue. Oh, you're oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't sue? He didn't sue. No, he just wants them to change it. But oh, he needs to call Bernie. English, he's just like, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he needs to call Bernie, that's for sure. I think I would have seen the kills 99.9% of bacteria apartment, like, oh, I probably shouldn't put these on my bum bum. <sighs> Maybe. You know, because I mean, might not have read that far. That's my problem. Well, it's see, pretty I, bolded, but I, I kind of agree with Brandon. And it also says makes toilets sparkle. <laughs> I might not have read that. <laughs> well, maybe he wanted his nether regions to sparkle. <laughs> we just heard the story of the gentleman, the dummy of the day, who accidentally used Clorox wipes on his bum bum. Ouch! So, the package was kind of misleading. A you know, little if you bit. Just kind of glanced at it. If you know how to read. Yeah. If you read the whole thing, it wasn't. No. But the first two lines said, whatever brand, wet wipes. Right. So it's like. Flushable wipes. Flushable wipes, it yeah. It did say flushable wipes, and that makes you think it's you know, for meant bum. for your bum bum. I may have not read the rest of the package. Yeah, ever. see? You know, as a dude, I yeah. wouldn't have. And what no, did it say after that? It'll kill 99.9% of bacteria. Of yeah. And keep your toilet shiny or something Yeah, it said like keep, your, keep toilet your toilet shiny. shiny. In small letters. Yeah. Yeah. So this brought the idea, what if we can combine the two wipes? To make you one could, super wipe. You could use it for both without yeah. hurting yourself. I think there's a problem there. I don't think you can make a wipe that kills 99.9% of germs on your toilet <laughs> and is also still safe for, for your bum bum. But can you? But I, uh, can you? <laughs> I mean, that's up for some scientists. I sooner would like to keep them separate, you know? Yeah, me too. And I don't think you should package them. Like, there should be, like, Clorox wipes are yellow. They look like a Clorox bottle or whatever, right? Or And then dude wipes, you know, there's an obvious difference there. What if you made a wipe made out of essential oils? Because essential oils are essentially good for both cleaning and you, you could put it in your say. mouth. <laughs> essentially good. Essential <laughs> oils. Oh, geez, you're selling me on them right now. <laughs> I can't wait to, to give me some of them essentially good essential oils. I'm trying to use Gen Z language here. It's essentially it's what you're saying. It's literally okay. essentially good for you. Oh, essentially, it's essentially good for you. 
So essentially what you're saying is, is these things can <laughs> be used anywhere to yeah. do anything. All over the place. Essentially everywhere. You could use it to clean the bathroom counter. The bum bum area is You could is use a it to clean place. the toilet. Yeah, the bowling balls, the alley. And there's also a kitchen version. Yeah. Clean the kitchen sink, maybe the stove. Maybe you use clean your stove. essential yeah. lemon oil. And then go clean the bum bum. Uh, I mean, Just don't maybe, use the same wipe. I mean, you might be on to something. Uh, I'm okay with having two different wipes. Me too. I really am. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure what cleans really cleans. And yeah. then I want to make sure what wipes really, really wipes, wipes and doesn't irritate me. No, exactly. And so, I mean, the only caveat to this would be if your bum bum smells like everything else you clean in your house, when you let a little floof go through, Mm-hmm. Is it just going to smell like the rest of your house so nobody yeah. ever knows? <laughs> That's right. No salmonella down there. Brace yourselves. It's Roadhouse Mailbag time. And this one's pretty interesting. I'm having a kind of having a hard time with it a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Emma wrote into us saying, My roommate had a guy over and it was going so bad that she asked for my help kicking him out. We faked that the dog was sick and I staged half-eaten Thin Mints to make it look like he had eaten them. Then rushed him to the emergency vet. The guy left, and we got steak and shake and fed the dog whipped cream. But it doesn't end there. For the last two weeks, he has stopped by the house once or twice a week to check on the dog and my roommate. How do we get rid of him? Man. Well, I don't know. Here's my thing. All right, here's my strong opinion. And I'm sorry if this sways to a different way than you maybe feel. I feel bad for this guy. And this is why those girls are probably at home scooping ice cream out of a bucket. And they're like, I wish she could just find a decent guy, Becky. I wish somebody would just be decent. There's never any good guys anymore. And then here's this dude. He's checking in. Hey, I hope your dog's okay. Is is everything all right? All they got to do is say, look, man, I I just don't feel the spark between us. You know what I mean? And then the guy's gone. This poor fella's trying to be a really genuine dude. Checking in on the dog and them and make sure everything's okay. Yep. And they're like, oh my gosh, this guy won't leave us alone. I wish we could just find a decent guy, Becky. That's I think me. he's annoying. He's too nice. And so, so, sorry. He needs to grab Becky and take her into the bedroom. Oh, boy. <laughs> and show her who he really is. I don't think she wants that at this point. She doesn't want somebody coming over to check on the dog. She wants somebody to come check on the kitty. No, then, like, Brandon, why cry, why sit around and cry about not finding good guys then push one away? Yep. Hmm? Why do women do that? Yeah, women. that's a women thing right there. No, no. no the bus is oh. actually coming into the station right now. New yeah. topic. Back it in. Park it. Back it in and park it. Maybe We're going to talk about Maybe she doesn't want that. He needs to go find someone else. And that's check okay. Check on their dog. Yeah. And well. the, the, here's, the, here's where I'm sensey about this. This is where I'm a little sus. It's because... This is a sketch, all right? I've been that dude. We're like, <laughs> I've, been that dude. I've been that dude where it's like, I don't realize that they don't like me. And I'm genuinely like, hey, I hope your dog's okay. And is it, can I, is there anything I can do to help? Or do you need, do you need anything? And they're like, no, we're good. And the whole time they're just lying to me. And all they would have had to say was, I don't really feel interested in this relationship. No harm, no foul. Now, instead, I'm stuck in this pasture chasing this cow that don't even like me. You know what I'm saying? Did you yeah. call first before you went over? Uh, yeah, maybe they didn't answer. So let's just swing over. I'm in the neighborhood. Why not? Oh, no. No, yeah. no, no, no. Swing no, no, over, no. crawl in the window, ask if everything's okay. You show okay. up without warning, <laughs> yeah. and you're out. But if you've already been on a date that was to their That's home. That's like calling someone instead of texting. Uh, That's annoying. Yeah. It's a way of communicating. It's called old-fashioned, okay? Back when you couldn't text all the time, Amy. 
It's one girl says, oh my gosh, you never call. The next girl's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he calls. Ew. Then the next girl's like, I wish I could meet a nice guy. Then the next guy's like, I just want to see your dogs. And I was like, ah, people are annoying. So confusing. It is. I don't know. But I don't know what to do. I don't, you just got to tell him. You just got to tell him, I don't want you coming around here anymore. You're annoying. But how do you do that in a nice way? That's where we need Well, you don't use the word annoying for starters. We need some help. Give us a call, get in touch with us, and we'll be right back. We're in the middle of answering a Roadhouse mailbag email, and we have Amber on the phone. Well, hello. So, yeah, she uh, she had this guy come over to hang out and whatnot, and they just weren't feeling the vibe pretty much. And uh, the girl ended up asking her roommate to help kick him out, basically, and they made it seem like the dog was sick because they, like, place like half-eaten Thin Mints all over the place, making it look like the dog ate these chocolate cookies. And then they had to take him to the vet, you know, and he's just not uh-huh. getting the hint. So now he comes back periodically and checks on the dog and the well, on the girl of the roommate. How do they tell him? How do yeah. they get rid of him? How do they him? get rid of him? Brandon and I have some personal opinions on this. Yeah. Amy's just like, just tell his annoying ass to stay away. In my life, yeah. I've been the guy. <laughs> I feel like I've been the guy that was like, genuinely like hey i hope your dog is okay maybe this girl's still interested in me so i've got to like show that like i care about their dog that i probably don't but still you know i'm trying to be nice and i genuinely do kind of care and then they're just like oh my gosh this guy won't stay away you are really trying to be nice you know to check up on the dog but they don't want him to yeah you could tell them the dog died (laughs) but then he's gonna start checking on her yeah. Are you? Yeah, maybe that's what she needs to say. The dog died. Just leave me alone. Yeah, I'm. I'm moving to Europe. Yeah, yeah and you need you need some time to heal. Well, the the dog needs to heal, or her. <laughs> uh, no, he's dead, Amy. So, what could you say to him without lying to him? You could just be like, I think that you know, you could just tell him the truth and be like, you know, you know, I've been spending a lot of time together, and I just don't think that. We're good for each other. Like, I'm just not attracted to you, or, you know, you're just better off as a friend. Ooh, the friend <laughs> I know zone. That sounds, that sounds, you know, pretty generic, but, but it's I mean, true. It's, it's, it's the truth. Yep. The you truth know, never you're hurts. Not romantically interested in them. Mm-hmm. Not attracted to them. I think Amber's right. I yeah. think that's what needs to happen. Honesty is the best policy. Might sting a little at first, but it's going to feel better in the end. Yeah, and maybe he'll find his true love after that. That's right. And he won't be chasing around a dog that ain't sick. Thank you for your input. We needed that. We needed a serious answer. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for the laugh this morning. You're welcome. No problem. We love you. We love you so much. There you have it. She's just got to tell him the truth and set him free, basically. If you have a question that you need help with, let us know. You can email either amy at theroadhouseam.com or brandon at theroadhouseam.com. So we got to spend the morning the other day with some very important people in our lives. We had Sandy, we had Daryl, and they brought in Gwen from Kitson Farms to cook us mm. some fresh chislic. Oh boy, did they! And it was delicious. Son of a French toast, it was good. Oh my gosh! Mm. Oh. So they had heard us talking about chislic on the air and how I'd yep. never had it before. Yeah. And it is the South Dakota dish, right? Yeah. It is the state food. Yeah. So, I mean, how could you work here and not 
or how, live how can, here. Yeah, how can you and, live in this state and not know what Chislik is? And it's funny because we've talked to some people about Chislik and they're like, oh, you mean steak tips? No, that's no. not the way it is. Uh-uh. It's lamb. I mean, most, most restaurants you go to, sports bars and stuff around South Dakota that have Chislik on the menu, it is just steak and, or beef tips. And I get it. It's probably easier to stock and prepare and have on hand, you know, uh, rather than trying to carry lamb, you know, or, or mutton. And so I get it why they why they would have it that way. But it's not the real deal. It's not the real deal. And what they cooked us was and it was flipping and, good yeah and not only was the cool the experience cool but we got to learn a lot about it i didn't yeah. even know what mutton was until oh then yeah i learned and it was so good oh yeah it was delicious it wasn't i, I, I couldn't stop <laughs> I, I couldn't yeah. stop reaching onto the grill and grabbing more pieces i yeah. felt bad because i ate probably half and you guys split the other half it that's was so okay. good that's okay so yeah. good. there's nothing wrong with we'll that share we'll share so what, did, do you remember what seasoning they used? It was garlic powder, uh-huh. salt, and pepper. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was yeah garlic powder and table salt. But then they actually bought some. There's some seasoning you could get from somewhere. Yeah, they were saying down by what that was. by uh, Vermilion. Yeah, in a corner on like a mission. Or no, gosh, I can't remember what it was. But yeah, Freeman. No, yeah, it was Freeman. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Freeman. That's, that's where what the Chislik Festival is this weekend. Yep. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chislik Festival. Sign me up. I know. Just I mean, walk around eating so Chislik? Do you guys want a carpool? Yeah, sure. we totally should. We could take the Scourge. Um, Maybe we could take the Mini Winnie. <laughs> then we could stay there and live yeah, on Chislik for the weekend. Just have meat sweats, you know? I wonder if they have a band. But uh, we could become the Chislik Three, you know? <gasps> How yeah. cool would that be? The I got Chislik a Chislik, trio. you got a Chislik, we yes. got a Chislik. We got a Chislik. That'd be good. But, uh... <laughs> Put some chislic on the end of my toothpick. You know what I'm saying? It's so good. But go to our Facebook page, The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. We have a full video of the whole event going down. Right in front of our building here, right in the entrance, cooking chislic like it's no big deal. (laughs) Yeah. People coming in for dentist appointments, go to the bank, make their deposit, and we're just out there chowing down. Yeah. I was surprised we offered so many different people pieces of chislic, and they're just like, oh, I'm too busy, man. Sorry. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm surprised and also thankful that they didn't want. I didn't want to share. Me too. That's a red flag. If you don't accept free food, there's something wrong with you. Mm Mm-hmm. But thank you to Sandy and Daryl and Gwen for coming out and, and hooking yeah. us up because that was probably the best day of my life. Yep. It Hands was balls. America is being hit by yet another sinister epidemic. Ugh, here we go. People Ugh. are pretending to play the violin and they're getting paid for it. Seriously? Instead of like lip syncing, they are, they're calling it finger syncing where mm. they play mm. music comes out of a speaker and they're doing the movements mm. like they would why don't they just learn how to play it well because it turns out there's a lot of work that goes into music <laughs> you know yeah it's and there not, really is it's not illegal but it's kind of Messed I, don't know. Up. I would be like if i gave somebody a tip and then i realized they were faking i would you'd I'd be, be mad upset. yeah yeah and like, it's a little bit of a disservice to the musicians out there who've been doing it their whole lives yeah. putting in the hard work trying to get to where they're at and then some guys over here playing the violin or the guitar or something like that, and they're not even playing. It's just mm-hmm. a recording or yeah, it's or kind of audio. messed up. Yeah. I looked into this. There's videos all over the place. People approaching people and calling them out, and and they just kind of run away. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't even want to. Like, uh oh. It's pretty bad. There's all kinds of videos online about it, and it's been on news stations. People are like, people are finger syncing. 
be on the lookout. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, and it's hard to tell, to be 100% honest with you. I mean, like, I play guitar, but I'm not that great at it. And for me to walk up and see if somebody's faking an instrument, whether it be a guitar or a bass or something like that, I couldn't probably tell that well. You know what I mean? Because I can't hear what key they're in, what note they should be playing. I might not know the song that they're playing. And you move a capo on a guitar, and you could be playing totally different facing chords. So I might not be able to keep up with that. But I know people who can. I know people who are smart enough to be able to say, hey, what the heck, Clayton Ryan, he tracks on our show, he used to play in my band, he can tune a guitar by the ear, he's mm-hmm. got perfect pitch, he could tell, like, this is in the key of E, and he's not even strumming anything that resembles an E right now, like, you know, he's not doing it, you know, and and he could, I can't, but, you know, they can. I found this interesting, I saw in this article that some of these scanners could be traveling as an organized group. You know, they're, they're, they're a group, and they're spreading out to fool us all. Oh, really? okay. Oh, nice. Well, I suppose it's no different than, like, panhandling or people who make their living that way. You know what I mean? They go out, fake a problem, put up a sign, you know, stranded family really need your help. They probably are just a, a single dude or girl or whatever, right? Maybe they bring their dog along with them. Doesn't look like the dog's starving, but they they're need help. They're out there grilling steaks. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I just mean, find this upsetting because other people work really hard. You know, to learn the guitar, yeah, yeah. learn piano, violin, and then there's somebody out there faking it. It's a lifelong dedication. Probably it's not like a month long thing. You know, the person that works so hard using their recording. Yeah, yeah, it's probably dumb. it is a lot, and and that's any craft whatsoever, right? You carpentry to to music to anything out there that takes somebody a really long time to be good at it. You, you know, making jewelry, right? The reason jewelry is so expensive is everybody can make it, but like somebody really took the time and the the craftsmanship to learn to understand what jewelry how to bend this metal, how to do that, where to put this diamond, and that's what makes it so beautiful. It's a piece of art. Same with music. Somebody worked really hard at home practicing with a teacher to become a violinist or a, a guitarist to share that. And that's what makes it so cool. It's like, wow, look what this guy can do. Yeah. And then, you know, probably the worst one to see would be a fake pianist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how do you? How does that make you feel about yourself? A little rubbery. Hey, it's time for a health adventure update. Update. Are you with us? Oh, yeah. Or yeah. against us? I've had way too much caffeine this morning. Um, anyways, uh, I, how have you been doing, Amy? I'm doing good. I'm healing. I started working out again. Mm. I did one round of stairs with my dad at Sioux Park the other day. Nice. Sounds and then fun. Walked walk some laps. I definitely felt it afterwards. Went home and passed out. <laughs> Didn't wake up till the next morning. But it feels good to get back into it, you know? Cool. Yeah, that's good. So, Proud of you. What about yeah. you, Dilly Bill? Not same old stuff, going to the YMCA, trying to eat a little healthier, and then I show up to work here thinking I'm not going to have to eat anything bad, and then you know how that goes. We just yeah. get fed. Just, it sometimes happens that way. Sometimes it's for a good cause, though. Like yesterday, the, the blizzards from Dairy Queen. It was for mm-hmm. Children's Medical Network. How yeah. can you say no? It's for the kids. So. I wanted to say no, but I'm like, you know what? I want a blizzard anyways, and it's supporting the kids, so I'm going to eat one. Probably somebody with a good diet, uh, like uh, to be stronger than me. <laughs> Would have went and donated money or bought other people blizzards and not had one. Yeah. That would have been the smart way to go about it. You know, the, or even the throw the blizzard away. Like, I'm not going to eat it, but I definitely want to do something good for the kids. Or save Give it, it for the someone. weekend. Yeah. Or, Put it in the freezer. Or just not eat it. You know? Because you know. that's what I needed to be, but I had one for I sure. I could have saved it for Michael later. 
Yeah, yeah I could have done that. Saved He's going to be kids. mad when he finds out about that. And don't tell him. But no. my plan is to take my kids out for ice cream. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. But uh, my biggest problem on this weight loss, I'm sore as heck today from softball last night. And I just need to get back to the gym, start working out more. I feel diet-wise, I'm doing okay. I have my moments, but... For the most part, I'm following my shakes and eating my dinner and trying to keep busy and not snack or, and it's I don't know if it's working, but I'm. I did run into our buddy from the gym and told him that we would be back. So. Yeah, so yeah, be you are warned. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't wait. I I'm, I'm ready to get rolling with with stuff again. Fell off the wagon. Not I mean not completely off the wagon, but I'm definitely hanging off the side of it, and yeah. I need to get on it. But, I, you, but you're I, on the bus now. Yeah. I got a bunch of meat and vegetables cooked and prepped and in the fridge, so I'm good. I'm ready to go. What? Nice. What are you That's laughing good. at? I have no idea. Got a bunch of meat in my fridge. Uh, What's so funny about that? Nothing. There's nothing funny. I just lost it. I don't know. There's nothing better than watching Brandon, a bearded man wearing a Terry Clark shirt, giggle away this morning. <laughs> Get in a, a good chuckle. What a good way to start the day. Look at him uh, wearing those yeah. calories up That's, there. I need to laugh more, apparently. A lot more. It's time to let the cat out. Here's your weekly recap of all your Hollywood idiots. The cat is out of the bag. Honey Boo Boo's mom, Mama June, says her daughter is too young to get gastric bypass surgery. Though definitely not too young to be mercilessly exploited by her family so she can develop crippling anxiety and spend every waking second trying to eat away her pain. I feel bad for everybody involved. I really do. A California man survived monkeypox and COVID at the same time. Asked what it felt like to be so infectious, the man said, Charlie Sheen, tiger's blood. Ben Affleck was seen getting teary-eyed during Jennifer Lopez's birthday celebration in Paris. It was probably the moment he realized how much more expensive J-Lo is than Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> A couple was busted for having sex at one of the filming locations for Game of Thrones. Apparently, most people walking by figured they were just filming another season, though. Dang, it's one of those moments I wish I was there. <laughs> Britney Spears recorded a new version of Tiny Dancer with Elton John. It was a perfect fit because he wasn't phased when she showed up to the recording studio naked. Doesn't matter to him. Tickets for Bruce Springsteen's upcoming tour are going for as much as $5,000, thanks to Ticketmaster's new dynamic pricing program. For that price, I better be able to blow my nose in Bruce's bandana, then return it to his back pocket. And finally, the new movie Nope is doing well in theaters. The poster features Madonna in her bra and pants. Let's go. And that is The Cat Is Out of the Bag. It's Prank Call Friday, and we've chosen to prank call one of our coworkers today because they all deserve it. Everybody, yeah, Every single one of them. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. always fun. So today is Timmy. She's probably going to know it's us, though. Yeah, so we can't be Matt. Because she knows Matt, and yeah. he's not in here today anyway. Can we like truck driver Mac or something? Yeah, maybe I'll just be, hey, what's up, um, <laughs> Jeffrey or Jimmy or Dimmy or Timmy. I don't know. I'm somebody. <laughs> and I'm going to deliver you some stuff. What are we going to do? Uh, maybe uh, like a pallet of sex toys from Dick and James. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Whole let's ton see of what fun. happens. What, you got her number? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's give it a call. Hello? Uh, yeah, hey, uh, this is Bill. Delivery driver, I got a box outside here. It's a, Actually, it's a pallet. 
uh, for you. And some people are a little more discreet. Uh, so I don't know if you want me to bring this a upstairs. Pound? Yeah, I got a whole uh, big order, I guess, from Dick and Jane's. Great. <laughs> Do uh, you want me to bring it up? I got a pallet jack. I could bring it up the elevator. I see you got an elevator there. Or I could offload it into your car. I don't know what kind of car you got. Hmm. Man, it looks like you yeah. ordered a lot. I mean, I mean, Dick and Jane's Naughty Spot's a fun place to go, but holy cow. Holy cow. How much does it weigh? I'm guessing we're about four or 500 pounds in here. It's kind of noisy. One of the boxes is shaking. Oh, no. I better get them home quick. Um, uh, we can see if it fits in my car. Oh, I, I guess it'll fit. I can make it fit. You can make it fit. Great. Great. Yeah. All right. And I want to double check. And uh, what was your name? <laughs> uh, Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Huh. Yeah, that is what I got on the order here. Uh, odd. Usually, sometimes we deliver to home. Why you wanted it at the business? I don't, maybe because it's a pallet. Is that like a secret name? <laughs> is that your stripper name or something like that? I, sorry for being up front exotic dancer name yeah exotic dancer name cool well that explains why you've got such a big order here <laughs> i guess i'll try to shove this in your car uh if you uh want to come out and unlock it maybe we could put it in the back all right i'll press yeah i'll press the button just uh try to cover it with a blanket make sure there's no logo showing all right fair enough hey <laughs> dick and janes it's all the buzz in the box <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is uh, the Roadhouse. We're just playing with you. Thought we'd tease you about getting an order from Dick and Jane. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> you should have let us. You should have let the delivery driver bring the whole pallet up. Oh, I should have. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see what's in those boxes, man. Yeah, no kidding. Especially if they're shaking around. <laughs> one of them squeaking. Exotic dancer. It's in a box. <laughs> <laughs> wow we are out love you thank you no problem thanks guys Bye. look who the cat drug in well uh thank you for having me in here it's dr bj thank yeah. you good morning dr bj yeah it's good to see you dr bj uh you look already rally. already wearing leather huh? rally ready you know yeah. it's kind of weird well i i uh, really love the rally i'm extremely excited you know you're supposed to wear pants under the chaps you you can do whatever you want. This is a free country, and I don't like wearing pants under my chaps. Plus, it's hot out. All right. They say it's going to be like 95 today. I'm going to burn these old butt cheeks. That's a lot of swaths. Put a towel down on the chair before you sit down. Nope. I'm sitting down, and you're going to have to wipe it off. <laughs> Are you ready for some love advice? Yeah, let's get it done. Fire it up. I just want more. More of what? Never mind. What's the matter? Nothing. I don't know what she wants. I wish he would just figure it out. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. BJ here. The rally is coming soon, so bust out your leathers. Bust out your tassels and whips. Bust out the motorcycle. It's time to ride. (laughs) I don't really ride much anymore, but I do like going up to Sturgis. I like the free-spirited, fun-loving people that come to the rally. It really helps you unwind and forget about life for a while. But remember, what happens in Sturgis don't just stay in Sturgis. It might follow you home or on social media. And then everyone knows, like your boss at work or your boss at home. So be free and have fun. But do keep in mind, people make a living filming people getting away from making a living. (laughs) 
I'm Dr. BJ, and if loving another is wrong, then I don't want to be right. All right, it's the Roadhouse with Amy Rose. We got Brandon Jones. We got intern Dylan. And we have Felix here. He's Hi. He's got a, a food and catering business called Who Dats? And you're going to be in a competition, Hype the Havarti by Costello competition. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about who they are and what exactly this is? Well, Costello is a cheese company. They make a lot of amazing cheeses, Havarti, blue cheese, you know, Gouda. They actually make a sliced blue cheese. You can get it at Sam's. It's amazing. Mm. But I saw their um, competition on the news. I applied my mac and cheese and then my uh, brisket kimchi Havarti egg rolls to it. And a couple months later, we just kind of got selected as the top 10 finalists against some other food trucks in the nation. And then that's when it kind of got real. Because at first, like, I just did it and didn't even think about it. And then, you know, the email traffic was like a text. Like, you'd email them and they'd write back. So there's a company that's in between me and Costello. Mm -hmm. So we're running the competition. But they're like, all right, we need your recipe, like, detailed. And I'm like, brisket, kimchi, Havarti, put an egg roll, fry it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. pretty, simple. pretty simple. and they wanted it like like break down how many ounces of this and that like oh, even like oil yeah, yeah. so yeah. are you in the top five is that what i'm, I'm in the top 10 top 10 yes and uh you should be because yeah. these are by far the best egg rolls or best thing i've ever put in my mouth i mean these <laughs> really are good. Yeah. seriously how many have you had so far I, well so it doesn't really matter it's not a numbers game it's not a competition <laughs> all right i might be three deep into these egg rolls already it doesn't matter but I don't care because they are so good. You don't even notice the brisket. I mean, you do because the flavor, everything is there. But like, you know, when you're chewing on it, it's yeah. so tender that you don't realize you're biting through like a chunk of meat. Yeah. You know, it's so tender. And that's why I smoke it. Like I do my barbecue, still traditional. I smoke my briskets. I smoke my pork butts. I'm a little on the fringe of that with a lot of the barbecue world because mm-hmm. I call them naked briskets because I don't season them. I just trim them a little bit and then uh-huh. I smoke them because I chop it up. I put it in egg rolls so I can season that brisket any way I want. Yeah. I can take half yeah. of it, season it this way, take the other yeah. half, season yeah. it that way. And people don't know the difference. So yeah. that's what we do. We save a lot of money on not wasting seasonings. And mm-hmm. Where can they find out more about you? So say if they wanted to get some beard barbecue sauce that you're famous for yeah. uh, or anything else or they want to look up more about this competition, where, th- where can they find out more about that? So for the Havarti competition, they can go to HypeTheHavarti.com. That brings you directly to Costello's website. And it has all the information on the competition, all the competitors, uh, what it's all about, and even some history on Havarti cheese. And for me, you can look up beardbqsauce.com. And uh, it's pretty easy. Just type it into Google, and it'll pop up, and that's our website where you can buy our seasonings and sauces. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck to you, Felix. Thank you, guys. I appreciate yep. it. You know, we appreciate you and, yeah. you and everything you, you do. This in. I love the support of Rapid, and I appreciate everyone here, everyone that comes out to the food truck. Like, uh, it's hard work, but I love it. Like, yep. no matter what, this is, this is exactly where I was meant to be. It's worth yeah. the grind. Yeah, Most of all, grind. Yeah. thank you for bringing us oh. your amazing <laughs> egg rolls. Yes. yes. And so good. One more time, please go and vote for Felix. He needs all of your support. HypeTheHavarti.com. Yes. And it's under Who Dats. Yes, ma'am. We love you. Love you guys back. Love you. Sweet. <laughs> and August 2nd marks the anniversary. Oh, I can't talk with these fucking lips. 
August 2nd marks the anniversary of the passing of James Butler Hickok, better known around here as Wild Bill Hickok. So many publications note that he was carrying a number two Smith and Wesson. Nice. He actually had it on him when he was murdered. Well, yeah, he was shot in the back. Mm-hmm. And so they are planning to auction off that very gun. What? Yes. They're expecting it to bring between one hundred and fifty to $350,000. That's sick. That's pretty wild. No pun. No pun intended there. He was murdered with that very gun on his body in Deadwood on August 2nd, 1876. And somebody is going to take that gun home with them. That's wild. That is crazy. Can you imagine the conversation piece in your home? Yeah. Would you even keep that in your home or would that be like in a safe deposit box at the bank? I don't know. I mean, it'd be really cool to say and show it to people. But at the same token, you're right. You know, it's an investment. That's a piece of history that a whole town celebrates. Mm-hmm. The whole hills celebrate Wild Bill Days in June, and and then now it's it's the you know his death. I mean, we're still doing right, like he's a president or something like that. Yeah, and you have his pistol, his pistol that he carried and shot people with, and was given the name Wild Bill because you know that number two Smith and Wesson. That's wild. Yeah. Would yeah, that's pretty crazy. Honestly, I'd love to own that gun if I had the money to buy it. Yeah. Maybe we should all go together and we should hang it up here at the Roadhouse. Yeah, let's do it. We can have our customized studio. That'd be sick. I'd be all about that. That'd be sweet. You could shoot the lips off a of Nat's front end from five feet away. <laughs> it's I'm true. guessing it's not that accurate. I, hear, I don't know. I hear it's a real straight shooter. Well, if you're interested, you can go to their website, rockislandauction.com, or give them a call, 800-238-8022. Maybe you're a millionaire and you want to buy a gun. I think it's a great investment. We just talked about how they are auctioning off Wild Bill Hickok's Smith & Wesson yeah, in Deadwood. Yeah, the old number crazy. two. What would you do with that if you were able Jeez, to get a hold of it? I don't that? even know. If I could afford it, I would probably, I would be cool. I'd, I'd mount it up for people to see. But in fear that people would steal it, I'd probably make a replica of some kind, whether it be porcelain or something, and put that up for everyone to see. And then put the real one in like a safety deposit box. Yeah. That's a huge piece of history. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I would probably walk around and try to be like him. You know, I'd, Just shooting people? Yeah, I'd get dressed up like him and be like, mm. you know. You'd really look like him because you got the off. hair. You could just grow out your mustache and you'd look just like him. You go walking around with a couple fingers on the gun. Yeah. Who are you calling Pinhead? <laughs> Do you dare me? Are you feeling lucky? Dirty Dan. Well, we came up with the Roadhouse 5. What if we could auction other things off? Top five things that would be cool to auction off in Deadwood. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. Number five, Calamity Jane's Bathwater. Number four, Seth Bullock's Spittoon. Gross. Ding. Hope it's still full. Yeah. Number three. Number three, one of Trixie Slurpees. <laughs> Number two, Potato Creek Johnny's Tooth. <laughs> Just the one. You know, what I would do to get my hands on that. You can't handle the tooth. <laughs> and finally, of top five things that would be cool to auction off in Deadwood. Number one, Al Swearingen's 
kidney stones. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. Sometimes I don't like to try new restaurants because I'm afraid they're not going to be good. And I'm going to be upset about it. you got to spread your wings a little bit. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. But hey, you never know if something's good if you don't try it. I like trying new ones. Do you? Well, for people like me, there's a forum online where restaurant chefs are sharing red flags that you should look for that reveal a place is low quality. Mm. And most of these things you could notice before you order. So you have time to run. Yeah. Uh, The first thing is the smell. If it's a sour smell or disinfectant smell, huge red flag. Really? Yeah. If there's a fish tank, take a look at it. If it's clean, so is the kitchen. Hmm. That's a good point. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Dirty bathrooms and dirty floors equal dirty kitchen. Yeah. Yep. Number four, a huge menu is a sign that food is frozen and the ingredients aren't fresh. Yeah, I believe that. So when you go to those restaurants and there's like four, four or five pages. things, there's like four or five items. Oh, yes. You know, that's that's a good sign. You're going to get some good food, I guess. Yeah. Uh, carpet is one of the most disgusting things. Vacuuming only goes so far. Yeah. What is under that carpet or in it? Uh, number six, the bread. If they can't get the bread right, they don't know anything. True this. I've had some bad bread. Yeah. Yeah. But I've also had some really good bread from the same place. Yeah. Mm. You know whose bread I like? Oh, I know. That's where I had the bad bread, though. Get Came it. out really? hard as a rock, yeah. Huh. Uh, number seven, if you can smell the seafood when you walk in, then it's not fresh. Number eight, if you see lots of plates left half full, time to run. Mm-hmm. That means it was no bueno. Number nine, when you walk in and you aren't greeted or nobody makes eye contact with you, red flag! Yeah, yeah, not personable. And finally, number ten, stock photos on the menu. Cheap silverware as well. Yeah. Run for your life. But I've also ate at some diners that were pretty rough looking, and the bathroom didn't look like it even been kind of thrown together, but the food was just amazing. You know, there's sometimes, right? You're like, I might eat this and it might be my last meal. Yep, hole in the but, wall places. But then again, it was the best meal. But hole in the wall. Depends you know? on how hungry you are. That has a little bit to do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's the top 10 things you need to look out for. You're welcome. It's time for our Tuesday Teacher Spotlight. And Dylan is going to read one that was sent in to us, correct? That's right. This was actually sent in a while ago, but we just got approval to talk about it. Nice. The person who sent it in is Maria Lorlano, and she wrote in saying, The most amazing thing happened to me this morning. I was walking to school with my arms full of school supplies and donuts for my students when a man approached me with a gentle, excuse me, miss, to get my attention. I pulled my headphones out expecting a question about directions to the nearest train station or open deli. Instead, I experienced a miracle. He asked me if I was a teacher. I said yes. Then he asked if the donuts were for my students. This man proceeded to place a $50 bill on top of the boxes of donuts because he wanted to pay for the students' treats. I was shocked and couldn't stop saying thank yous and oh my gosh. After the short interaction, he turned and walked away. And I never got his name or anything. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So if he's listening, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's teachers, so generous. Yeah. Think of all the teachers out there that spend their own hard-earned money, you know, from teaching Always. just to buy cool things for the kids like donuts or maybe like stuffed color and everything else. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, knowing what I know now as an adult, I really owe some teachers some money. I can't think of how many times I showed up to class and was like, oops, I need to borrow another pencil, Mrs. Whomever. You know, yeah. and it's like, oh, no. And they were all, I didn't know it at the time. You know, I didn't even think. I'm a kid. But I'm just taking straight pencils out of their pocket, you know, <laughs> and then not caring about them. And it's, it's rude, but the teachers, they have the biggest heart. Yeah, they know? do a lot. Yeah, they really do care or else they wouldn't be a teacher. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't have to put up with me. <laughs> I think every single person on this earth owes teachers some kind of gesture or <laughs> money. We all <laughs> yeah. owe money. Yeah, this was really nice. <laughs> Thank you, Maria, for doing what you do. And every teacher listening. Thank you so much. Yeah. If you have a Tuesday teacher spotlight, please send it our way. Amy or Brandon at theroadhouseam.com. It's a feel-good moment. A 13-year-old out of Texas has become the youngest black student ever accepted to medical school. I really want to leave my mark on the world and leave the group of girls that know what they can do. I think the viral immunology really came from my passion for volunteering and going out there engaging with the world. I want to inspire the girls. I want them to see that there's no limits. Elena is currently a college junior at both Arizona State University and Alabama's Oakwood University, where she's earning two separate undergraduate degrees in biological sciences through mostly online courses. Encouraged by her family, educators, and advisors, she's applied for early acceptance to medical school at the University of Alabama's Hearsink School of Medicine for 2024. In May, she was accepted into the program, even though she's more than 10 years younger than the average incoming medical student. This story is true proof that there really are no limits. 13, going to college is enough in itself, but being the first female African-American 13-year-old going to medical school is pretty huge. Not only is she getting an early education, she's doing a lot for the world. And that's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones, produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez, audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.